how is it that the Vermont State College system really is that focus and really is that gem that every citizen of Vermont and our surrounding communities um, should go to and really look at as an option. Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. And on this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, we meet the new chancellor of the Vermont State Colleges system. Well, the trustees of the Vermont State Colleges system selected Dr. Elizabeth Mauck to serve as chancellor. The system is beginning the second phase of a five-year transformation plan to create the Vermont State University. Accredited this past July, it includes Castleton University, Northern Vermont University, Vermont Technical College, and the Community College of Vermont. But the transition has meant faculty buyouts, program adjustments, consolidations or reductions, and staff reductions. Mauk, who has been president of Bethany College in Kansas, spoke with WAMC's North Country Bureau Chief Pat Bradley and says she's been following the Vermont State College's plans and challenges from afar. I have had my eye on Vermont and the Vermont State College's system for a while. I have watched this transformation, and um, so I I have been just so interested in what's going on. I I think it's fantastic right now that there has been so much support from the state for this system. I think it's uh, really wonderful that we have an opportunity now in this second phase of the transformation to really look at uh, all of the potential ways students can get degrees, starting from certificates up to master's degrees, and really just looking at how it is we can strategically place ourselves so that we can be the way that we get to a better Vermont. My understanding is your background includes creating a strategic plan and a campus master plan at Bethany College in Kansas. How will that background help you as you do move into phase two of the transformation of the Vermont State Colleges? Well, thank you. Thank you for that question as well. Um, I think that creating strategic plans and campus master plans, which really focuses on the buildings, uh, is so important because what it provides for us is a framework for change. It allows us to talk first as an entire system about what is important to us, uh, what have we historically been, and then it gives us a way to move uh, smaller groups of constituents, both internal and external, into really saying, okay, what will that look like in this next phase? How can we uh, really best serve all of the citizens of Vermont and in our neighboring um, communities? And so um, what I have really enjoyed doing in strategic planning processes How can we bring everyone together to get some of the best ideas so that as we're moving forward, we have programs, we have support systems, uh, we can look at financial aid systems that are important to our students moving forward, but that are grounded in why we were put here in the first place. And I think that my experience with that, especially in a rural setting, will be very important as we move into this next phase of transformation. Dr. Malk, have you reviewed the current plan for phase two as we move into phase two at the Vermont State Colleges? And would you plan any adjustment to it at this point? 
certainly I, I certainly have um, you know given it a, a cursory glance. I haven't had time yet to get into some of the details, but um, the way I am looking at this is I see this next phase uh, where we really need to be focused on three areas. So the first area is clearly the budget and some of the budget transformations we have to make that have been mandated by the legislature, and I'm excited to do those. And I know a lot of those plans are already in place, um, but you know, obviously as you look through things, you have to um, adjust as you go. Um, the second, second piece to this, my second goal, would really be looking at the kinds of programs we already have and to really look at how are we going to best tell our story. How is it that the Vermont State College system really is that focus and really is that gem that every citizen of Vermont and our surrounding communities um, should go to and really look at as an op option. And then the third piece to me is a um, – you know, really looking forward. What are, as I mentioned, what are some of the degrees and opportunities of the future? How can we ensure that we continue to serve the citizens of Vermont and our surrounding communities so that they have the best opportunities for um, you know, meaningful jobs and meaningful careers and meaningful lives um, as they move through our system? So those are the three places that I'll be focused on, uh, certainly here in the, in, the, in the, I guess, first phases of the second phase of the transformation. <laughs> when you take a look at all of the things that have been going on, I mean, the Vermont State Colleges, you know, and the creation of the Vermont State University system, how do you approach addressing the financial challenges that the college system is facing at this point um, that that's a pretty heady thing to be stepping into. Sure, um, and you know certainly there is already the basis of a plan um, that has already started with some of its implementation phases. And so what I will be continuing to watch is uh, some of the markers, some of the other markers that have been set down. Um, will those actually realize some of the savings that we are um, looking and thinking that they will? Um, we'll be looking to see, you know, do some of these pieces make sense? Again, as you know, as you're doing any kind of transformation, you've always got to be looking at what are the different pieces and how are they going to fit together. So I will be looking for that. Um, it is a, a big, heavy lift. However, I think some of that great work that occurred in the first phase of the transformation uh, really has set us up well to continue to look at these things in a very uh, mindful way, which I think is the most important part. Yes, this is a, is a big thing we have to do, but the fact that we have a plan through it means that we can go through and actually realize some of these savings that we know we need to realize, but at the same time, educating all students in a way that really gives them the chances to have those meaningful lives. Dr. Malk, you mentioned that you've been watching the transformation to the Vermont University system, the Vermont State Colleges system, for a while now. So you probably are familiar with a situation where the initial chancellor had proposed creating a virtual library and eliminating the physical library, and then also cutting back on sports programs, which was a very controversial plan. Would you plan cutbacks or personnel changes or other types of major changes to deal with the budget challenges, or is it too early right now? I mean, you don't start until January 1st. 
is it too early to, you know, say, yes, I would cut back here or I would think about personnel changes? Sure, probably a little too early. I, I do want to get in and look at everything. You know, there are a number of different pieces that we are all looking at uh, in the transformation that certainly came out as recommendations from that first transformation phase. And, and I will certainly be looking at all of that uh, and, and seeing, again, how we can make you know, cuts that make sense for the students of today um, and that won't harm our students in the process. So I, I, at this point, I, I will just continue to look and see what is occurring, how we're doing that, and then how do those changes as we're making them really, how are they impacted from other changes? And so we'll, we'll have to continue to look at that. You also mentioned that you'd be looking at degrees and opportunities for the future for students. What types of things are those? You know, what I have always really enjoyed doing is working with the constituents to ascertain what are those next degrees. So the most exciting thing to me about this system right now is that a student can enter and start by working on a certificate program and then come in and out of the system and eventually get a master's degree, if that makes sense. And so using that basic structure, I would be looking to see what are some of the degrees that our um, business constituents are looking at, um, our elected officials may be looking at some things, uh, really getting back to the K-12 system to see what are some of the pieces that uh, those students need to understand as they're getting into the system. So I would just be really so excited to work with all of the various constituents, and again, both on and off campus. I, I have found in my career that faculty and staff have fantastic ideas. And so when we bring all of those constituents together to really hear what is it folks need, how can we provide that, I think we then get the best solutions. And so I'm really excited here, especially as I start to ramp up to really start working with all of those constituents to be able to, to um, get, get the kinds of degrees that I think our students need. And speaking of students, a lot of smaller colleges and universities, especially those in rural settings, which obviously the Vermont State Colleges are in rural settings, have been seeing diminishing enrollments. What's your approach to attracting more students to counter the smaller enrollments that not just the Vermont State Colleges, but as I mentioned, many colleges are experiencing? Sure. And I have worked in rural higher ed my entire career, so I certainly have a lot of experience with this. I, and certainly right now in Vermont, we even know that there are 45 percent of high school students who don't go on to get um, any kind of a training or certificates or degrees after they graduate. So looking at how we can start to attract those students is interesting to me. Um, but also there are other citizens of Vermont and in our surrounding communities who I know uh, might be interested in furthering their careers and maybe jumping into something different. And so looking at that, and that has been something that I have done, again, with other constituencies um, throughout my entire career to look at what are some of the um, what, where are some of the areas that we haven't tapped yet? Where are some of the ways that we can be a resource to folks who would like to continue on in higher ed or to start a higher ed program? Dr. Malk, the Vermont State College's trustees seemed to be quite impressed with your fundraising accomplishments at Bethany College. 
do you feel that you can replicate that for Vermont State University? And how much of a focus will that be as you step into the chancellorship? I, I certainly do. And um, even at my first institution, um, I was able to raise funds. Uh, to me, fundamentally, fundraising comes down to uh, finding groups of folks who share a passion with you and want to try to solve a problem. Uh, in my entire career, I have found that that is the best way to really start to raise some of those external funds. And what that allows you to do is to then show students or folks who want to come back for a degree, look at the things that we're doing here. This is really important. So I will certainly be focusing again on fundraising. I, I do think that there are opportunities out there for the Vermont State College's system uh, to look for external funding. Um, in my career, um, that has included alumni and friends. It also includes grants. And then it also can include foundations who are interested in, again, touching what the future might be. And so I will be looking for those opportunities in collaboration with what they're already doing at the Vermont State Colleges system. Have you had a chance to tour any of the colleges in the system yet? Not since I have gotten the position, not yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that being one of the very first things that I do is to, to go back. I've been to, I've actually been to several of the, the colleges, but um, not recently, so I'm very much looking forward to going and just seeing what's going on at the institutions. Would like to get there when there's students on campus, so that, that would be exciting to me, so I can see how the students are interacting with the physical space. Well, you've been in Kansas. You should be used to somewhat of the similar cold that January <laughs> will bring in Vermont. <laughs> it's funny. Actually, Kansas is not as cold. <laughs> Nebraska would be more cold. But actually, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting back to the, the cold. I was originally from Poughkeepsie, New York, so I enjoy cold winters. I, I, I certainly look forward to having opportunities to, you know, engage with all of the natural resources that Vermont can offer. Okay, that does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Pat Bradley for that interview. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.